before we start the show, we just want to let you know we're a part of Bard Rock Network, sponsored by Dragon Master Games. Dragon Master Games is a local game store with an online storefront where you can get TTRPG products and collectibles, including trading cards. Just go to their website in the show notes and write in the comments, Bard Rock Network sent you. You can also support the network by subscribing to our Patreon or Ko-fi to access network-wide bonus content, get shoutouts on network shows, receive network swag, and get invited to our several annual community game nights. Anyway, on with the show. Welcome back to episode three of Monster Cafe. When last we left our heroes, the Van Helmans family, they had broken up a ring of vampires running a carnival. But one mystery left remained. The vampires were carting away the victims from the carnival somewhere else. And the wreckage of the truck is what they're going to go investigate as we start tonight. Van Helmans family, are you ready? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Ready, I guess. Yes! All I know is I'm holding on to the driver's wheel after having smashed the thing. On a scale of one to this car can drive to, well, the engine block is now in the passenger seat. How bad are we looking here? Uh, I'm going to give it like a three. You have some fender bender damage, but you're driving around. It's a little rattly. I can work with that. Well, it's not a total loss, thankfully. (laughs) Not like last time. Yeah, I mean, that, dude, that, that works for me. We could totally just, like, take some of the shit off of the last car that we wrecked today and put it on this car, and and that'll be good. Oh, by the way, we wrecked another car today. It wasn't ours, so it's not a big deal. Wait, we did? Oh, yeah, Auntie, Auntie, tell them all about it. Yes. Well... Kind of uh, broke the glass on it, but they were bringing people in the van down the road behind where, behind the tents. Mm. Come on, let's just go. Let's check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> let's go do it. I do that. It was like a blood bank, but not consensual. Yeah, that's not cool. I don't even think they had properly registered nurses, man. Nope, nothing but suckers. Dom calls the health inspector. (laughs) (laughs) He cares. (laughs) Alright, so your RV goes rolling down that access road and follows it to where the uh, light pole was where the van pulled and crashed into it because Eddie shot out the tires. Uh, Who would like to go investigate the van? Uh, Who's sharp? D and D. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> yeah, go for it, man. All right, David, roll to investigate a mystery. Eleven. Bam! All right, and an eleven, you're going to hold two. The questions you have to choose from are: What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Uh, I think I'm going to. What is being concealed? 
When you approach the van, you see an enormous logo that you recognize right away on the side. It is for Shazamazon, a very powerful delivery company that delivers pretty much anything they have. Anything you might want, perishable, non-perishable, large and small. They are one of the biggest corporations in the world. I know these guys. Oh my god, they stole a truck. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shazamazon doesn't need to steal trucks. They are trucks. They are the trucks. <laughs> can you buy blood there? You can buy anything. I bet you could buy blood. You know for a fact that Shazamazon's policies do not allow you to sell blood or organs over them, because that is against international laws. I don't think I do, to be honest. You know, okay, maybe David doesn't, but that is common knowledge the adults would have. <laughs> right. Gigi, if they sold that stuff, Gigi would be the first to know. <laughs> she would have a Prime <laughs> subscription to Shalamalal Ling Dong. She's Amazon Prime. They, these guys are sounding a lot like Transformers. Uh, Eddie, uh, Eddie having a terrible and probably incorrect thought is going to go over there and kind of pat the car and like alright so like and this is quiet enough so that hopefully his family who probably definitely can hear this wouldn't hear this he's like you're not alive are you pat pat yeah, yeah. good job little buddy <laughs> good job here I, I got just the thing for, for good boys who are super alive through all of that, and I hand him the panda full of guns. <laughs> now you be careful with that. It's bigger than me. I just realized something, guys. He just made, like, intense eye contact with the panda. Did they pack up all of, like, the stuffed animal prizes? Ooh, how many pandas full of guns can we get? I don't know if they're full of guns, but... We could get so many of these. That's my second question. How many pandas full of guns can we get? <laughs> <laughs> pandas full of guns, none, because there are no guns at the carnival. Except for like the ones attached to like very specific games, like the water gun one, the pop gun one, like those things. But you do realize that pretty much all of the employees at the carnival are either dead vampires or human beings who were entranced and left in a hurry. So the carnival is yours to ripe through for all of the loot you want. Have all the funnel cake and stuffed animals you'd like. I mean, yeah, we could go back there and, like, get some food. Hey, guys, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how mad would you be if I just totally ripped the fried candy machine? I mean, stealing from vampires and technically a vampire corporation is always morally correct, so go ahead. Sweet. I like how you're stealing an air fryer. Like, it's or like a deep fryer. You're not stealing anything special, it's just a fryer. It's an industrial fryer. They're easier to and clean. It's not just any fryer, it's a fryer that makes fried candy specifically. Yeah. yeah. It's been pre candied. It's been pre candied. And they still have all the, the, the fixins. You can make your own candy and then deep fry it. <laughs> so. Great idea. <laughs> but I was also thinking, Gigi, while you're finagling with the candy fryer, are there any carts other than that one? And do any of them have a butane tank attached? Oh yeah, the, 
Oh yeah, because they would use butane to cook all the food, like the good food, the not fried, not candy food. You're right. Sure, you can find some butane. Okay. I Boys. swear to God, if we install permanently a candy fryer into our van and then it blows up <laughs> again. Well, listen, it bl- blows things up. It's a great idea. For wherever we're going. It is a good, I mean, based on our track record, it is a good last resort, right? Like, it can't be any worse than last time. And, like, think about it, bro. We we gotta bring something back for Grandpa, otherwise he'll feel left out. <laughs> a picture of a fire. He'll love that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Butane cans. You just bring him a can of fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's his favorite. He gets it for Christmas. I know what my brother likes. <laughs> I don't understand adult gifts. It's all right. Neither does anyone else. <laughs> Look, they kind of make Fortnite boxes for adults, but those are called casinos. And they they pay too much for those. I want to go to a casino. Only after I teach you how to hack. You are in Atlantic City right now. And only after we get you a very, very convincing fake ID. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you'd, you'd have to pose as like a little person for a while. <laughs> Deal. David holds out his pinky to Eddie. Pinky promises made. Oh, God. We're gambling next time. <laughs> <laughs> so next arc is a casino heist is what I'm hearing. Or, this arc is interrupted by a casino heist. (laughs) You are already Atlantic City, I can't stop you. We cannot be stopped. (laughs) I have lost the plot, somebody else do a thing. Yeah, I am... (laughs) I'm lost a little bit, too. Sorry. Alright, so, you've identified this van belongs to Shazamazon. Shazamazon, yes. So... The vampires either stole a Shazamazon van or worked for Shazamazon. We're just going to call them Shazam for the sake of its expediency for the rest of this episode. Also, yeah, just thinking about that word is such a tongue twister. Is the van still drivable? It is substantially less drivable than the RV is. The windshield's been shot out. It's wrapped around a telephone pole. Okay. Tell you what, why don't you, uh, not David, because David just did the last one. Someone else rolled to investigate a mystery. I'll do it. With my minus one sharp, this will be a cinch. Can I help? Uh, no you can't, because even if you did, I have a four. Alright, well go ahead and mark experience. You do not notice anything helpful here. I could try. Man, that van is, uh, messed up. Can I investigate? Gigi asked first. Okay, go ahead, Gigi. I believe in you. I have a nine total. All right, you get to hold one. You need to ask the keeper one question. I'm asking the, about the car. What was it going to do? All right, you see that the car had a flight itinerary for a plane that was going to be departing for Seattle, Washington. Hey, West Coast. She shoves the flight itinerary into the first person who's next to her's face. Well, I'm just going to say is Dom. Wait, wait, no. Look at this! What? what? <laughs> it's a fly itinerary. It's Seattle. Seattle. 
Hmm. Man, we just drove from, like, the... <laughs> we just drove halfway across the country for this, and now we have to go back, but further. <laughs> yeah, this thing is a gas guzzler, too. And we have to get it fixed. Sorry, guys. What do we do? We go and get the RV fixed, I guess, first, and then we make our way to Seattle. Better get going. <laughs> can I see if I can fix it enough to get it to a fix thing? I mean, it's just rattling around. You will be able to get it to a mechanic just fine. Like, like it's mostly cosmetic damage. That's fair. Alrighty, let's get it to a thing. Do you take an entire trailer full of carnival rewards with you? I mean, not straight there. We can park that around the corner. I suppose. You go get the RV fixed, you drive back to Utah, you drop off all of the stuff you stole from the carnival. Takes... Unless you're planning on selling it in Seattle. One or the other. Are we taking any butane with us to Seattle? Um, yep. You, you get Grandpa a can of butane with a bow on it. <laughs> Here you go, Grandpa. There you go, Granddad. Enjoy. Oh, a can of fire is what I always wanted. <laughs> and then you drive to Seattle, Washington. Do you do anything between when you embark from Atlantic City and Seattle to prepare for the hunt? Hmm. So, is this the beginning of a new mystery? Uh, let's go ahead and say it is. Okay. And retroactively, we will say that means you guys get to mark additional experience from last time, because last time we said the mystery wasn't resolved. Yeah. Does David level up yet? Please. Yeah, that, that one point was what I needed to level oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm one experience away from leveling up again. Dom is just the family fuck-up, apparently. I thought that Damn. was going to be Eddie. Hey, Dom is doing his best, and we love Dom him. Dom is good at, like, a couple things, and he's very good at those things. Being observant is not one of those things. <laughs> Even with his werewolf smell and his werewolf hearing, he's not that good at it. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's the start of a new mystery, can I roll my premonitions? Yes, you can. And I got, so it's five plus three is eight. All right, uh, can you do me a favor and tell me what it's, your sheet says and eight gives you? I get clouded images of something bad that is yet to happen. All right, what you see is a tall, lean, very pale, bald man who looks like he has an inflated sense of self-worth with a toothy grin standing over Eddie. Okay, just standing over Eddie. Yeah, he looks like... Eddie is like looks like he's been being like held down, like pushed down mm -hmm. his knees. It looks like he's about to bite Eddie. Ooh. All right. Anyone know a bald man? Uh... Well, Eddie, do you know a bald man? Uh, do I know a bald man? One of your friends? I know many people. Skinny-like. Um, listen. If you're gonna go out with one of these peoples, one of these guys, any of them bald and skinny, don't go. Just stay away from them. Okay, okay, hold on. Bald, skinny guy with a package, I leave him alone. Is that, yes. that what you said? Yes. With a package? What does his crotch have to do with anything? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. So, shifting into 
shifted into not horny thoughts. All right. I got you. I am not accepting Amazon deliveries or pizza deliveries. I got you. All right. So I'm just going to say this for the group. At least the adult ones would realize because you've already connected the dots of Shazam and the vampires with this guy. You all know the CEO of of Shazam is a guy named Beth Jezos, who is definitely a tall, pale, bald man. That guy's a fucking vampire if I've ever seen one. Who is? Yeah, you pull out your phone and you Google Beth Jezos, and you can see, like, he is a pale motherfucker. Show me! I want to see his face! Oh my god. Beth Jezos is after me? You also see that Shazam's corporate headquarters is in Seattle, Washington. Interesting. This is the guy. This is the guy. I'm sure. Oh, dude, we're gonna meet Beth Jesus. You know what? I'm thinking as I am installing the definitely not stolen candy shit um, into the back of the, you know, it's basically the cheeseburg cheese, uh, grilled cheese thing again, but this time with candy. And a couple of other desserts, because why not? Dude, do you think he's gonna just, like, really like the candy? Maybe. Put some blood in there. It's like a... It's like a... What's the candy I'm thinking of? It's like a fruit gusher, but with blood. You know, that would probably do, like, so well in a vampire thing. Like, where would we even get that much blood? Blood bank. Yeah, but they need that for, like, people with cancer. That's true. Where do we get free blood? (laughs) We have to go back to Atlantic City and get all that blood. (laughs) It's alright, it's alright. They they don't need the fancy blood flavoring, I don't think. Well, we'll tell them it's an investor special. They have to fund it before we can use blood in cooking. Maybe like cow blood. That's... Close substitute. Yeah, like, you know, if you can't make your own, store-bought is fine. <laughs> yeah. Right, so Eddie is installing a deep fryer into the RV. Is anyone else doing anything else to protect and prepare for the hunt between... Maybe I should stop him from installing another deep fryer into another <laughs> RV, but you know what? We're going to roll with it. As long as the butane isn't here, whatever. <laughs> Deep-fried butane. <laughs> nice. Let's, let's go around this in order. Dom, do you do anything to prepare for this next hunt in Seattle? Yeah, I'm just uh, wondering, like, what, if anything, I would need to do. Like, I've kind of got weapons handled. Uh, like, I'm basically the, the muscle of the team. I don't really have any specific things to set up for myself. All right. Gigi, do you have anything you do to prepare for the hunt? Yeah. Gigi sharpens her big knife, but she's good. And she feeds her pets before she leaves. Oh, and I have one thing I want to do, because I forgot about it last time. I want to get just a whole entire thing of those orange caps like you put on airsoft guns. And I'm filling my pockets with them. (laughs) Hmm. Can't imagine why. Yep, you were just at a carnival with actual airsoft guns, so it wouldn't be that hard to get those. Nice. David, do you do anything to prepare for this hunt before you embark to Seattle, Washington? Can we say 
if this is okay with Steph, that Eddie is teaching David how to hack during both drives? Absolutely. Like, you hold the screwdrivers while I'm installing the deep candy fryer, and I will teach you how to hack and break into most all casino machines, because, you know, that's a thing I know. (laughs) In that case, I have picked my new move from from, uh, leveling up. It is Hacker with the Dragon Tattoo from the Gumshoe Playbook. (gasps) Oh, I love it. Nice. Does David get a sick tattoo while we're at it? It don't work, guys. Don't panic. It's temporary. It came with the box. Yeah, like it'll wash off after a bit. Hacker with the with the temporary dragon tattoo. <laughs> you can have one when you're older, but that one looks good for now. You know, temporary tattoos. He's allowed a gun and nunchucks, but not a tattoo. Not a tattoo. That's permanent. Yeah. Guns are temporary. Tattoos are forever. <laughs> Alright, so what does this new feature from the Gumshoe Playbook do? When I attempt to hack into a computer system, roll plus sharp. On a 10 plus, hold 2. On a 7 to 9, hold 1. I either leave no traces, learn something important, can leave misinformation, or gain access to somewhere. Nice. 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 That, you guys do that. You travel to Seattle, Washington. You... Google maps your way to Seattle to the uh, Shazam corporate headquarters. You go into a very tall skyscraper building in the downtown area. It's got a big Shazam logo right across the front because they are the primary owner of it. What do you do? Um, Aunt Gigi would like to tune in, attune her mind to a monster or a minion, and she wants to try to go right for Beth Jesus. All right, so is there... Is there anything that you discern a range on this at all? I don't see anything. Um, I can attune your, uh, my mind to a monster or a minion, and then that's really it. All right. So my interpretation is like you probably need a general idea of where they are beyond in that building over there. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. It's like because Jeff Bezos, Beth Jesus. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Completely fictional, not based on anyone in real life. Beth Jesus. <laughs> Okay, so just knowing he's in the building isn't enough. Yeah, like, you need to be able to zero in on him a little bit more. Like, okay. we used this last week to uh, go after, like, a vampire. Is like, okay, well, you throw a rock, you find a vampire. Yeah, that's legit. No, I got you. When, we, when we're inside, maybe. I'll hold that. Save it for later. Exactly. Alright, so do you guys want to, like, scope the building out first? Yeah. Let's investigate yeah. the building. I'll use my little imp stone, too, if I need. Alright, well, who would like to read a bad situation? Uh, I will. Oh, sweet. Six. Well, mark experience. And Can I roll to help out, maybe? Yes, you can roll to help out to try and push this. Alright, Dom's helping out by escorting you while you scope out the building. So roll plus cool. I got a six plus zero. Alright, so mark experience. That does level me up, though. Nice. Awesome. However, on a six or lower for helping, you... So with a seven to nine, you expose yourself to danger in order to help. So I'm going to go ahead and say on a six or less, you expose yourself to danger and don't help anything. Oh, boy. Yeah, that is that is exactly what it says. On a miss, you expose yourself to trouble or danger without helping. You scroll out the building. You only see the one entrance in the front. You see a security desk right inside. 
and the security guards at the desk seem to clock you immediately. Like, they see you, and they see that you're doing something suspicious, and two of them start walking towards the out- towards the door. What do you do? I greet them politely. Ah, <laughs> uh, hi there now. Can I uh, help you boys with anything? You look a little lost. Uh, we were just coming in. This is my little brother. Uh, I was- we were hoping to maybe get, like, a tour of the place. Yeah, you give to you give tours. You're the tour man. <laughs> you specifically the tour man. <laughs> hmm. Uh, we usually only do tours for school field trips, and we don't have any of those scheduled right now. Do you go to school around here, little boy? Yes. He lied. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a liar. <laughs> around here is relative. Yeah, if he does get school technically in the RV. In this time zone? No. No, actually. <laughs> no? <laughs> Just a little too far west? <laughs> uh. Alright, well, tell you what, little boy, when you uh, when your school schedules a trip here, you can get a tour then. Otherwise, this is a secure building. Only employees only. Okay, be right back. <laughs> and <laughs> David's gonna go back over to the van with everybody, <laughs> pick up a gun. Hey kid. <laughs> no, no, no. He's gonna he's gonna go over to Eddie because he has a plan. Cool. What's up? Okay, okay. He said, the man said that he would give us a tour if we were a school. So, can we be a school? Oh, buddy, we but technically we homeschool you. So yeah, this is uh, this is your school. Oh yes. Excuse me, you guys are rich. You pay for private tutors. Yeah, we got a lot of money. The fact that we live in an RV is more of a matter of convenience. So, okay, so we're at school, so we can get a tour. The man said so. Let's go. Okay, yeah, give me like two seconds, but I'm gonna print out off of like some homeschool program thingy. Uh, I don't know, there's probably a form. I'm gonna print that out, fill it out, sign it, hold it up, hand it to him. I like how you wrote yourself a permission slip. Yeah, I wrote myself right. a permission slip, signed the permission slip, and all that stuff. And then I'm just going to be like, alright, we're going to go back in there. It'll all be good. Hey, hey, auntie. Yeah? It's never a tour until there's some an, an, an older lady who's running the thing. So I made you the teacher on this one. <laughs> Okay. And I, I did social studies, so, like, if you wind up talking about, like, the unethical abuse of workers, that's normal. Anyway, here's your teacher hat. It's just a baseball cap that says, I love kids. On Aunt Gigi. <laughs> Alright. I spit out my water. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's go. We've got ourselves up. Here's... Here you go. It's like a worksheet that's like the general one for how we liked the tour. I got one for me and Dom, too. Let's go do it. They got a lot of resources on these homeschool sites, but we won't learn anything. <laughs> Alright, cool. Let's do it. And I'm gonna yeah. just start ambling off the door. <laughs> just ambling. Yeah. Gigi doesn't see a choice. And doesn't really think it's the worst plan in the world. 
We've definitely had worse ideas. This is the best plan. I just yeah, can't like... think of any of them right now. <laughs> <laughs> this plan's going so well. Out of all the ideas we've ever had, this is one of them. Yeah, like, this, <laughs> this is, is one, one of them. them. <laughs> this is one of the ideas of all time. <laughs> it is. Out of your guys' last 100 ideas, this is in the top 100 ideas. Yep. That it is. That it is. Okay. Everybody, let's go. If we're not already there. Because <laughs> I can't remember where we are. Alright, so the security guards stand there. You guys approach him with permission slips. He's like, oh, you are a school. Yeah. Oh, well, you don't have, a, you're not on the schedule, though. So that's highly irregular. Put us on the schedule. Oh, yeah, sorry. That that happens sometimes with the software. It, like, it takes a minute. But we have all the right paperwork. And Miss Gigi here is a great, great social studies teacher. All right, uh, Eddie, roll to manipulate someone. Okay. <laughs> so, with my fancy grifter ability, what will convince this person to do what I want? Uh, looks like he needs permission from someone above him in the in the command chain to let you in. He is not like you can tell. First of all, he's not pale. He looks like he's probably paid to just an or like security guard doesn't mean anything. It looks like he just doesn't want to get in trouble with his boss. Who should we go talk to about, like, getting all of the permissions and stuff? Like, you know, I don't want you to get in trouble at your job, man. Like, this has happened before. But, you know, if there's anything in the meantime you want to show the little guy, he's been so excited about this. Like, it's it's fine, man. We just, we want to make sure he gets his tour in today. So, yeah, whoever uh, whoever we need to talk to, if you could send, like, me and... And Gigi and oh well, actually, hey Dom, do you, me or you on on kid duty today? I'll I'll leave I'll leave him with you today, just just to be safe. Okay, understandable, understandable. So, Mister Security Guard, Miss Miss Gigi and Dom will go with you to get all of the proper forms signed and. uh or, well, they'll they'll go off to get the form signed. But if you could let me and little guy here run around a little bit, it'd really make his day. Like, look at him. He's so cute. Big Fortnite fan. So at this point, I'm going to ask you to do as I instructed and roll to manipulate someone. Uh, David David is, is helping by virtue of being a kid, kind of smiling and, like, bouncing on his heels excitedly. All right, David, go ahead and roll to help out. Eleven. All right, you get them plus one to their roll. So, Eddie, roll to manipulate someone. You have plus one in addition to your charm. All right, so I rolled a five and a one, and I have plus two to charm, so that puts me at a nine. All right, so they'll do it, but I want to do something to show them right now that you mean it. So, security guard says, all right, you're from a school. Let's see your accreditation. I would like to pull up on my phone the homeschooling accreditation. All right, he looks it over thinks it looks legit let me make a phone call i'll get right back to you wait right here and he points at like a bench in the lobby hey thanks man i appreciate you working with us on that all right he gets on the phone you can't really hear anything that's being said uh you see the expression on his face he look he's like nodding and talking he hangs up the phone he says uh management has agreed to give you all a tour hey so you just give me right here and a uh 
a very pale looking uh, thin woman walks into the lobby and says hello welcome to Shazam I am Clara I'll be your tour guide this evening and who and can I, everyone in the group just introduce themselves to me so I can know I know what to refer to you all as hey yeah I'm um I'm kind of the kids guardian my name is Marcus and this little ball of sunshine is named Eddie and uh, this here that's that's Eddie's older brother this is Lucas and this here is Miss Gigi she's been teaching social studies for a significant amount of time it's a pleasure to meet you I like how only two and a half of you have fake names (laughs) (laughs) thank you for coming up with a fake name for me I was sitting here going oh my god I have to come up with a fake name right now (laughs) sorry David's fake name is Eddie why Why am I Eddie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> because I am still firing on one cylinder and I thought it's I'm, that's amazing though <laughs> we <laughs> should keep great. it no we should David keep is it. Eddie I'm David Eddie is Dom Eddie is so fried he gave his own name as an alias <laughs> <laughs> it's really confusing it's really confusing oh my gosh uh, David quirks an eyebrow but says nothing all right, well, if you want to just follow me, and she marches you over to an elevator. Does David raise an eyebrow, or does Eddie? <laughs> Ooh, good <laughs> question. Oh. Whoa. Things are out to get very interesting. baby. Okay. Why are you making me think it's late? Yeah, it's late? <laughs> oh, I guess, yeah, time zones. So. Do you all get in the elevator? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I suppose, yes. yeah. Yes, Zizi gets in there. Uh, were we able to, by any chance, sneak in an assortment of weaponry at all, or did they have medical detectors? Oh, they definitely had metal detectors, and you did not try doing that before you went with this plan, so... Okay, then I'm just getting in the elevator. We'll find some wood to break. Yep. You have Gigi's boot knife, that's it. Uh, one knife. Yeah, D- David definitely did not carry that panda this entire way. <laughs> yeah, nah, I just forgot to ask. <laughs> Nope, you all get in the elevator and realize, oh shit, we came in here unarmed. We're getting a tour. It's fine. It's just a tour. Nothing crazy will happen on this tour. Yeah. Yeah. And the woman, she looks at all the buttons. You see the buttons for the elevator. There's like a good 50 floors in this building. Jesus. She doesn't push any of those. She doesn't push the basement or lobby button. She pushes a button that says P or penthouse. And the elevator starts going up. Oh, we're getting the penthouse tour. And she's she's a pale lady. Um, can she I, is a pale lady. Can I see any marks on her neck? You do see a mark on her neck. Uh, okay. Now I want to try and attune my mind if she's a minion, um, and see if I can figure something out about her. All right. What is that role for you? Is that just investigate mystery? It's actually it's just rolling plus weird for me. All right. Roll plus weird. Seven plus three, it's ten exact. All right, what do I give you on a ten? So, um, so yeah, so I ha- can ask three of these questions. So, um, what was I even gonna ask? So f- maybe first I'll a- I'll ask, uh, who does this lady regard as her biggest threat in the elevator? She definitely has clocked Dom. Okay, okay. So one. Next thing is. What is it planning to do right now? Uh, you, 
you're getting the distinct read that she's been instructed to bring you right to Beth Jezos. I have a plan. It's a stupid plan, but let me know when you're ready. The best kind of plan. Awesome. Who is it going to attack next? The answer's Eddie. Okay. Which Eddie? Okay. Real Eddie. <laughs> okay, real Eddie. Okay. Yeah, I'll okay. give. I'll give because of her role. I'll give Gigi this right away. You all have been clocked as the Van Helmans family. They know who the fuck you are. Oh shit. Okay. You, okay. they know you by reputation. They know like. So Eddie showed them the school. You guys' homeschool re- uh, accommodation thing. Because you guys actually homeschooled David. That was actually the rest of the Van Helmans oh, family. Oh no. Well. <laughs> right. We got in right. with the official you paperwork. Actual accreditation. Yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. So Eddie, uh, the 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 OG Eddie, the artist formerly known <laughs> as Eddie, um, <laughs> I would like to press all the buttons on the elevator, just you know, because they are shiny, and I am probably some form of. Is there is there a reason Eddie's doing this? That side. Assume, like, just gaining the knowledge that Gigi just psychically gained? No, he just likes to press elevator buttons. This will come back to haunt us on multiple occasions. Alright, roll to act under pressure. Well, that's a three and a four plus one for an eight. Alright, so, gonna give you a worse outcome. You do get to touch the buttons, but the second you do, the woman reaches out and grabs you by the wrist and says, No, don't do that, and she is freakishly strong. This seems like the sort of thing that would happen... So can I look her square in the eye? Sure, you look her square in the eye. And then press all the buttons? <laughs> <laughs> no, because here's your other worse outcome. You feel a sudden feeling of lethargy wash over you as you look her in the eye. Oh. That's just day to day for the artist formerly known as Eddie. I would like to press all the buttons. No, because you are not charmed by the vampire. And everyone else just watches as Eddie's body goes limp and starts drooling a little bit. Pretty lady. We've seen this before. Yes, you all recognize this is a vampire charming a human. Uh, okay. Are there cameras in this elevator? You're in an expensive office building. There are cameras everywhere. Right. But in the elevator, even? Oh, oh yeah, there's security cameras. You, like This is like a nice corporate building. There is definitely a security camera in this elevator. <sighs> Okay. Well, we're going up there already anyway. And we all know how this is going to shake out. Yes. Uh, Dom is just going to drop all pretense and just uh, try to get this lady's grip off of Eddie. Knock her out? I don't know. All right. Roll to kick some ass. Can I help out? How do you help out? Uh, by continuing Eddie's plan and attempting to push the buttons. Distracting her. Yeah! It's what Eddie would do. (laughs) Okay, roll the help out. Uh, I will invoke the power of heart. When fighting the monster, if you help someone, don't roll plus cool. You automatically help as though you rolled a 10. Yeah! Alright, so my 10 plus, you grant plus 1 to... Dom's roll, and you push some of the buttons, but the person does reach out and grab you with her other hand. Okay, cool. I was meant to be a distraction, so... Alright, so literally both of her hands are full. You have plus one to your kick some ass roll, Dom. I have my new ability from my recent level up. 
unholy strength. Roll plus weird instead of plus tough when you kick some ass. So this is going to be also plus three. I rolled two fours. Wow, four, four, four. That's a twelve. All right. So on a on a ten plus, and I was corrected last time. I was reading the advanced section last time by accident, so you don't have that feature. So at ten plus, you get to choose one of the following. You gain advantage. Take plus one forward or plus plus one forward to another hunter. Inflict terrible harm, plus one harm. Suffer less harm, or force them where you want them. Um, I'm going to do force them where I want them, and I'm going to grab both of her wrists and, like, do some sort of, like, I'm going to, like, try to get underneath her and, like, judo throw her <laughs> and just, like, knock her on the ground. Alright, so here's how this plays out. First of all, whenever you do kick some mass roll, the, it's harm exchange. Mm-hmm. Her hands are full, so instead of doing two harm to you, she can do one harm each to Eddie and David. Oh no. You wrench her grip free, and you judo throw her out the elevator door as it pops open for one of the random floors David pushed the button for. And then the door shuts behind her. Sweet. Hey folks, we just want to take a break from the action to let you know how you can support the show. As a part of Bard Rock Network, you can support us through a number of affiliate programs where a portion of your order goes to support the network. Everyone loves dice, right? FanRoll Dice makes dice of all shapes and sizes, as well as accessories like trays, bags, and towers. Or maybe you want to take better campaign notes. Just check out Minva RPG and look at their assortment of campaign journals and tools. Finally, you can level up your game night with tea or coffee from Many Worlds Tavern. In addition to delicious tea and coffee, they have stickers, tokens for your favorite trading card games, and play mats. Qualifying orders even come with free dice. All those affiliate links can be found in the show notes, and you just need to use code BARDROCKCAFE at checkout to save on your order. You have gained some time to formulate a plan. You are still en route to the penthouse. Is Eddie still charmed? Eddie took some harm that would snap him out of it. Okay. I was like, I'm going to smack Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. Ah, cre- oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Sorry, man. Oh, you're good. You're good. Uh, yeah, there was this just really hot lady all of the time. Su- I got charmed. Yeah. The vampires. That'll happen. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, th- thanks for the slap, man. I need it. Let's get our heads in the game. It's go time. All right. All right. We still using code names, or are we still just like they know who we are? I mean, they know who we are. Okay, good because like yeah, Gigi can communicate that to you all now. All right, Gigi. I feel like ass whooping is your specialty. I have the big knife. Big knife. She does have a big knife. Listen, listen. Either one of us has to hold him, and one of us gotta cut him. That's how I see it, really. And maybe a little gun shooting on the side. What do you think? We don't have any guns with us is the problem here, I think. Ugh! Maybe there's one in there. I don't know. A little throw something. A little something else on the side. I don't know. But we could cut his neck. We could cut his head. We could cut his head off. With my big knife! (laughs) Gigi's a little too happy about that. The elevator dings the 10th floor. God, we passed all the buttons. This is suddenly just a problem for us. So, like, do they do the doors open? The doors do open, 
and you see that there's now little alarm lights going off in the building. Let's just get off at one of the floors that isn't the pet house. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, stairs are fine, too, I suppose. This has got some Final Fantasy VII energy to it. Absolutely. I'm all about it. Alright, so which floor out of the next 40 floors would you like to get off on? Don't make me want too much (laughs) somewhere. Uh, Let's just get up, like, halfway, then, we'll say. Like, 25? Sound okay? Yeah, we could do that. Fine. Alright, so the floor annoyingly dings on a couple of these. You get up to about the 15th floor, and there are people waiting outside the door for you. And you you realize, oh, right, this is a vampire corporation. It's full of vampires, and we set off the alarms. Oops. Oops. Close door button. (laughs) Ding, 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 (laughs) ding. I'm not even going to make you roll the act under pressure on that. So I'm going to assume David just holds the closed door bu- slams the closed door button over and over again at every floor you don't want to get off of. Yeah, pretty much. Or, actually, here's here's a question. Um, does... This sounds like a thing that Eddie might know. Does Eddie know the the thing where you can, like, hold certain buttons yes. and it's the, uh, the, like, fireman's override thing where you can go straight to floors without stopping for any reason? I don't know if Eddie would know that, but you literally just gained a thing that would let you know that. That's hacking. I mean... That's true. Nice! Yeah, I guess so. Hack the elevator! I mean, just because Eddie would have talked to you doesn't mean Eddie knows what... Like, in this case, you're better at than Eddie. Yeah, Eddie just got the shit slapped out of him, so he's just like, I think I knew. I don't know my name. You probably know now. (laughs) Sure. David's gonna pull off the panel and hack into the elevator system and attempt to get it to uh, go straight to 25. Or we could just make it go straight to the top, right? I like how you guys are trying to undo the thing that you did. I mean... <laughs> it was not my idea to press all the buttons. I want that on the record. This is true. <laughs> this, is, this is definitely something that's going to come to haunt us every time there's elevators. Yeah, because now you've established this <laughs> that this happens every time. Yep, every time Eddie presses all of the buttons. <laughs> Look, if I have to be the shitty little middle child, I am doing the benefits <laughs> of it. I love it. I love it. It comes with one <laughs> universal benefit, which is you can press all the buttons and revel in everyone being like, oh my god, not again. It works every time. Every time. time. <laughs> Alright, David, roll whatever your hack thing is. Okay, uh, it is plus sharp, which is one. So, uh, fuck dice. Where did you go? Come what on, kind of fuck dice. That? Roll us something good. Let's go fuck dice. <laughs> <laughs> fuck dice. <laughs> <laughs> There's something you pick up at Spencer's gifts. <laughs> uh, it is an eight. So I get to pick one. I am going to leave misinformation in place. I'm going to present to any, like, security thing that this elevator is going back down to three. All right. You successfully do that. So the the uh, result of this is going to be you guys hit 25, and there's no waiting outside the elevator for you because they've been told you're going down to three. All right. You get out there, and you do realize, though, it is a sea of cubicles full of pale people. Good job, little buddy. Yeah. Where are the stairs? I feel like they would be nearby, right? 
yeah, yeah. Usually the stairwells are somewhere relatively close to elevators in tall buildings like this. Yeah, Usually toward the center of the building. So you see the thing for the stairs. All right, I guess I guess that's what we're doing. Okay, right, that was the plan. Right. Yes, I, I'm. Uh, as we're like exiting the elevator, I am gonna press three on the on the elevator panel just so it actually does go back down to three. Okay, good good plan. So it looks like if there's like one of those panels that says what floor it's on, it's actually going down to three and not just the computer saying that. That's a good plan. All right, you do that. Yeah, I, I can be smart sometimes. The elevator goes away. Dom's phone dings. Oh, hey, dude. I check my phone. <laughs> you have another match on Twitter. Not on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Tinder. We got there. One of those T's. <laughs> Tumblr. I have a match on Tumblr. No. <laughs> Can I like Thanks. look over his shoulder, see who he matched with? It's probably another vampire. God damn it! What? Is it? It's actually Clara, the woman who was giving you the tour. <laughs> <laughs> I match back with her. It was that hot girl from earlier. Yeah, I mean she was cute, right? Like. Yeah. I mean, she is a vampire, and she is trying to kill us, but she was cute, right? I know, right? Like, you're getting a lot of cute ones. I just, I feel like we gotta set some boundaries, like, no biting, no monster turning. Or if nothing else, it's gotta be like that, that stuff, you gotta have safe words for that shit. <laughs> I'm actually gonna throw this out there. There's no equivalent to rolling arcana in this game. But you would know that, that you can't monsters can't turn other things into monsters. They can only turn humans into monsters. So Dom actually cannot be turned into a vampire. Oh, I can't be like a vampire werewolf hybrid? Dang. Oh, that would be that'd be crazy. Sad. Ultimate full moon. Be badass. <laughs> yeah. The only way to become a werepire is to be bit by both of them simultaneously. Hmm. So Dom is good to have all the vampire hickeys he wants. He's just food. Yo. Damn. <laughs> uh, I I message Clara and I say it's up. Yeah, can't hurt, man. As like, we're going as we're going up the stairs. <laughs> and she messages you, where are you at? <laughs> I just say just vibing. What about you? Vibing on the third floor. <laughs> vibing on the third floor. What about you? <laughs> I'm also on the third floor. I don't see you. Uh, that's crazy. I'm looking right at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I immediately double text back and just go like, so what are we? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you were really, really going hard, my brother. There. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. This is fucking great. <laughs> There's no better way to convince them we're on the third floor than this. <laughs> hey, while we're going up the stairs, can I, you know, check the what's on each building, see if there's anything, um, you know, useful that could be found on such a floor? Uh, well, the way the, these stairwells, these high-rise buildings work, they don't like, have the floor labels, like has the, the number labeled, but like what is on there, you'd have to actually exit the stairwell to see. Uh, I don't know if we have that kind of time. That's fair. That's fair. Actually, I'm going to be like, I'm going to get my little imp stone. I'm going to tell him, give me a map, man. I believe in you. And I kind of squeeze the little imp stone and out pops dot. Where, where are we? We're at Shazamazon. 
and I need like a map because we also need to go find some weapons at some point or at least how to set a building on fire. Damn, if only we still had that butane. Yeah. So you want me to just go explore this entire building for a map? No, no, go to, like, a security office and get the download, or, like, get a print copy from the builders. Oh, okay, fine. Hey, thanks, man. And Dot starts treading down the stairs for 25 flights. Oh, shit. Dot doesn't teleport, really, or if I, I think even if Dot does, it short distance teleporting, so not gonna help you that much. Can't you glide? Like, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but, like, you could go down the center... <laughs> okay, so Dot slightly faster than going down the stairs hovers down the stairwell. Do you sit here on the 25th-ish floor and wait for Dot to come back up? No. We're still going. He can find us through the imp stone. We're just gonna go up. Alright, do you guys actually have a plan where you're going to pop back out? Somewhere between floors 25 and 50 and the penthouse. Well, I just imagined that we would go all the way up to the penthouse. Uh, yeah, Gigi's guys. I think she's chopping someone's neck right now at the penthouse. I have an idea. Oh, that's excellent, bud. Because I sure wasn't. What <laughs> What do you want to do here, bud? Let's go up to the roof, and then we can go down, and we can like bust in through a window, and we can take him by surprise, and it'll be really cool. Oh, yeah, and we could get, like, some sunlight going in. God, I love this kid. I know, right? Like, he's so good at this. Yeah, sun that too. Sunlight's cool. Eddie, do me a favor. Roll to read a bad situation. <laughs> Ketchup Dice has renewed itself. So that's a six and a four, and read a bad situation, that's a plus one. So. All right, so hold two. Oh, to hold three. So you, three, you asked me three questions about the situation. First question I have. One, would the glass be shatterable at all? So do you, like, examine, the, like, you'd have to get up to the roof first and examine the glass, the windows. Mm-hmm. You want to read the bad situation up there? Nah, let's, let's read the bad situation here. I want to hear just how many people are outside. Kind of... S- you hear scrambling through the entire building. Like, you just hear the hustle and bustle of people moving around. You've disrupted their workday. That's not on your list of questions, though, so I'm going to give you that one as a freebie. Okay. Um, I'll go through the list of questions here, and you let me know when you hear one you want the answer to. Yes. What's the, be- what's the best way in? What's the best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? And, con- and contextually, you all are the victims here. There's no other victims in this building, so by default, it's you. Well, then let's start with that one. Alright, so you realize that you're all unarmed, you're in a vampire compound, and you also realize that the uh, sunlight is not going to be a thing here, because you remember the carnival and how the sun was blotted out for the carnival? Ah. You're in the cloudiest city in America. Oh. Don't even need a weather machine here. <laughs> or if, you, they had a, if they had a weather machine, they probably wouldn't even notice that it's cloudy slightly more than normal. True, true. Sunlight is not going to help you here unless you can figure out exactly where they have the weather device and how much of it they have, because they might have redundancies unlike the carnival. True. So the best way to protect the victims is going to be to arm yourselves and be prepared to fight the vampires. 
Would one of the questions be, like, where we could find some weaponry? What is most vulnerable to me would be that question you're looking for. Okay, that one. Alright, so, you're at a corporate warehouse, you get the impression that there is, there's a warehouse facility, you saw that on this building. That would have been, like, towards the ground floors. If they had anything that would be good for killing vampires, besides, like, just whatever you have on you, it'd probably be down in, like, the first three floors where the warehouse is. Forklift certified! Um, are there any dangers we have yet to notice? You can actually hear the sounds of vampires crawling up down the stairs from above you and up the stairs from below you. You realize that the ruse of the elevator has bought you all the time it's going to buy you. Alright, so guys, you know how we told them all we were going to be on the third floor? They're not buying that anymore, and uh, yeah, there's some up there, there's some down there. That's also where we would go and get some, like, weapons and stuff. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, going through, there, there is no sunlight, really, for us to burn them with, because it's, you know, here. Nobody's seen the sun since 83, but we are going to put a pin and go into the roof and smash them through the windows. Because I, I, the way I see it, we got two options. We could totally pull the fire escape lever. Or we could go to the roof and, like, hijack a helicopter. He's probably got a helicopter. Steal Beth Jesus' helicopter. Exactly. I have the driver ability. I can hotwire anything. And then we ram that through the windows. It might even... We, we, I have no idea, but buddy, I'm gonna make sure you get to ram th something through Beth Jesus' windows. So what are we thinking? I mean, helicopters are cool. I couldn't agree more. What do you think, Aunt so, Gigi? How do we get up if there's guys coming from both above and below us on the stairs? Is that what, what you were saying, Paul? Correct. You can hear traffic coming from both directions. So, so we need if you to... want to get to the roof, you have to fight through those vampires. Do we want to do that? Are we ready to start slicing some vamps? Let's kick some ass. Always. Can we just light the place on fire? <laughs> no, we left the butane. Dang. I told you. I never know what to bring on these things. Y'all, we are so well prepared. I always think, I oh yeah, I don't need extra tools. I have my gear here, which is constantly on me. And then it's just like, no, you have to say to bring those. I'm like, shit, every time. <laughs> oh well. Yep, you guys specifically were trying to walk into a secure building, so. Yeah. The only thing of mine that I could feasibly have on me is maybe the nunchucks. I I'd let you have the skateboard. <laughs> okay, yeah. They weren't worried about the skateboard from the eight-year-old when they were clearly trying to vamp you. They should be. That just, skateboard's come in handy so much. Just do a sick axle grind all the way down the stairs. To yeah. the <laughs> Look, I was thinking about it. All right, guys, I have an idea. It may not be the best idea, but it's an idea. We could totally do like they, like they do in that, that one game and, and vent. Let's go outside. This is this is an office building. They got a million ducks. We could just crawl in the ducks and go. 
Eddie's seen Die Hard one too many times. It's his favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> or we could just get out of what the stairwell, about... let them meet each other together, and then just be like, oh crap, where'd they go? <laughs> what? Could we try to use you... the elevator again? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, like, can we <laughs> use the elevator, go up two floors, go back into the stairs, go up two <laughs> floors, go back into the elevator? <laughs> yeah. Let's just do the Scooby-Doo route, man. It worked in Scooby-Doo. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. I think this is our plan. All right, so you hop out on the 29th floor and pop back in the elevator. Where do you go in the elevator? There Uh, is a button that says R for roof. We should probably go get you all some weapons, right? Yeah, down, right? So, like, first floor or basement or whatever. So, so they they know we're not going to the third floor. So David pushes three. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and nice. he reaches over to the buttons. David smacks his hand. Ow! I did. Not this time. Fine. The elevator starts going down, and you realize you were too distracted by the fact you were in danger before you hear the elevator. Every time it dings down, a floor it goes one ah ah. Two. Ah, God ah. damn it! It's just, <laughs> just the floor Wait. of the, every time. Isn't shouldn't it be counting down? It's counting down. I'm just giving you an example. <laughs> okay. So it's like twenty nine. Ah ah. Twenty eight. Ah ah. The worst. It is the most annoying elevator ever. UI design on this is terrible. But you get down to the third floor uneventfully, and you see a sign that says warehouse it was an arrow pointing to the direction of the warehouse and nice. it says restrooms shipping and receiving to the other direction all right oh we gotta stop i gotta go to the bathroom okay well, we don't we don't need to <laughs> ship or receive any restrooms so i would like to see if i can steal any like warehouse gear like if i there are supposed to be like signs and stuff of like can't enter the warehouse till you're wearing and it's always like a hard hat or a reflective vest or some weird nonsense can I see one you know, of those? Sure, you actually see a rack that's got helmets and orange vests. Perfect. I'm taking one for everybody. Yeah. Yes, the eight-year-old will just blend right in. It's fine. It's take your kid to work today. We're just going to tell them times have been hard. You know, they they cut back on it. I can't get childcare. Yada, yada. It's fine. I mean, we're, we're on a tour. That's yeah. the real thing that's going on, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, that ruse has just remained in place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so David, so when they ask you, tell them that there was an exception made for uh, extenuating circumstances so that someone who is a little younger can provide for their family. They'll let, like, it's basically a way around the child labor laws. You'll be fine. Yeah, okay. I don't know what those mean. That's because we're, that's because we're in good situations. Always be grateful for your lot in life. Dude, what did you drink before we got here, Dom? We've been, like, peeing for a minute solid. He has to find the exact right spot. He's a dog. Oh my god. Okay. Now that we're in the warehouse, I want to use uh, my oops move. I tell you that I want to stumble upon something important. And you let me find something important and useful, though not necessarily related to the immediate problem. All right, you start stumbling through, and I think you what happened. What we do, this is you side because it's the least safe thing to do possible, and Osha would hate you for it. 
You just had to skateboard mm-hmm. through the warehouse. Oh, yeah. It's like big open spaces. So, yeah. Everything's straight lines. It's cool. You go to do a sick kickflip, you fall down, and you realize you're right in front of the camping supplies. Hey. Stakes. You find a bunch of wooden stakes. Perfect. And a bucket. Sure, a bucket. Okay, cool. Why? I'm ready to know why a bucket. <laughs> because, because that's what we had last episode. We literally got ourselves a bucket full of stakes and then just set it down somewhere. Oh, yeah. All right, so now everybody has a nice wooden stake to start staking vampires with. Nice. You realize it's probably the closest thing to weapons you're going to find because Amazon also does not ship battle axes, machetes, or whatever. Oh. Like, you might be able to find some kitchen knives, but they make Aunt Gigi's boot knife look substantially bigger. True. A butcher knife is... Aunt Gigi's happy if she finds a butcher knife. Oh, yeah, you actually, you know, might be able to find a meat cleaver, actually. You can find some meat cleavers if you look around. Okay. So, no, I'm just wondering if, do I f- actually find one or do I need to roll to find one? No, uh, the only person who has a roll to find the useful thing one is the expert. And you're literally in a warehouse. Right, I'll so. be able to see what it was. Okay, yeah, so I, I'll be, I'm getting you myself. around, it's all, like, organized by, like, categories. So you go, you're like, I want a knife. I'm going to go to the kitchenwares. Right. Aunt Gigi knows where to get a knife, and she finds the biggest, cleaverest thing she can find. You find, like, a nice Anchor brand meat cleaver. Right. This podcast, not brought to you by Anchor Knives. <laughs> it's all metal, and she's swinging it, uh, practicing her, her swing. Right, so let's go ahead for the sake of speed and see everybody gets two knives and as many wooden stakes as they'd like. Can I also look for, um, the ingredients to the MacGyver flamethrower, which is just any aerosol can and a lighter. Amazon does not sell lighters, I'm pretty sure. They're flammable materials. I think they do. Like Do you mean you mean Shazam? Shazam Amazon. Shazam Amazon. They sell they sell butane cans. I'm gonna throw this out there though. Eddie probably has a lighter. <laughs> oh for sure. Yeah. So I'm just gonna get so much spray paint and shit. Alright, you can have two aerosol cans. That's what you'll be able to find and carry okay. without being over-encumbered. Can I find a slingshot? Like, a really nice one? Sure. Okay, cool. I'm mean, gonna go ahead and say that the slingshot has the tag one harm. Bludgeoning. Okay, that's not what I'm going to use it for, but cool. Well, I had to give it something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Alright, so we're gonna go ahead and say this took you guys about 45 minutes shopping around. At which point you realize the uh, the building is on high alert, and they actually have alarms going off, like little sirens in the warehouse, too. And the speakers say, All employees, please re- report to your employee-designated area. We're going to have a safety inspection. How did none of them come down here for 45 minutes? Because the warehouse is... You realize the people walking around the warehouse are not pale? This is just where normal-ass employees go. Okay. These are the ones that actually have to go out in sunlight. I'm forklift certified. Everybody get in a box. I got this. Of course, Eddie's forklift certified. <laughs> One of my things is driver. I'm assuming that means I'm forklift certified. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you're going to drive the forklift back up the stairs. <laughs> Please. There's I always a loading you. elevator. Not even out of 12. Not for a forklift. It's not going to go higher than the third floor. 
this the only I established the third floor is the maximum floor for the warehouse. They're not gonna have a forklift elevator to get to the penthouse. I know, but it will get us past all yeah, of right? the security people because I'm just like, hey man, I got a. Uh, it will be one guy on a forklift versus one guy, his brother, his little brother, and his auntie. Everybody get in a box. I'll get us to the elevators. I, I get in a box. I guess. David kickflips into a box. <laughs> I would like to help Auntie into a box. Does Gigi get into a box? She crams herself into a box. She doesn't like it. That's fair. I put like a, a soft lid on it. It's not like nailed down or anything. And then I would like to use my driver ability. I can hotwire anything. The older it is, the fewer tools you'll need to do it. <sighs> and I am going to get a forklift, and I'm going to carry a, a box of my family closer to the elevators safely. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to make you rule to drive it, but however, you are immediately going to have a guy go, Hey, you, didn't you hear? There's a safety inspection. You have to get over to the employee area. Hey, man, I got you. But seriously, like, management has been on my ass to get this box moved because it's just, like, in their way. And they said if it was still there after the meeting, I wasn't going to have a job. I'm like, dude, I, I got to pay rent, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm the floor manager. Not you, not you. Like, upper management. You know how they were here, like, the whole time for, like, 40 minutes there? Like, I don't know what, what was up. They just yelled at me and said, get this box out of the way. So, like, I will be right there, man. I mean, I I can count this as no. my break if you need me to. I won't tell nobody. No, they didn't. What is your name, sir? I don't recognize you. Oh, yeah, I'm one of the temp workers. I just got in here. Like, I'm um from the temp service. I don't know, like, like your temp service hired my temp service. And I it was back when they were having that strike and stuff. So they had to bring in some new people. And I'm going to be driving as I'm doing this. Like, hey, walk with me, man. <laughs> um, yeah, but like... Right, get off, either get off that forklift and come to the employer right now, or you're fired and get off that forklift and go to the elevator and leave. You know what? You know what? I have had it. I'm going to keep driving the thing, and I'm going to get as close to the elevator as I can get. Forklift. I'm going to basically pull off close to the elevator... I don't know. I think we're close to the elevator. I'm going to drop the forklift. You see the floor manager pull out his cell phone and start dialing a number. Hey, look, I pulled the forklift over, man, like you told me to. But you know what? When, when, when management comes down here asking why this box didn't get moved, you can explain to them because they told me to get this box out of the fucking way or they were going to fire me and you. Dude, I was looking out for you. And I would like to use my grifter to see if I can figure out what will convince this person to do what I want. Yeah, so the impression you get based on the way this guy's body language is, is he's the person all of the, like, he's like the head of the warehouse. No one from management bypassed him in the command chain to tell you what to do. So he thinks you're just being insubordinate. Wait, hold on, hold on. Did they really not tell you? Like, are you seriously telling me that some dude was just running around telling me to do extra work and they didn't tell you, the guy that everybody tells? That's exactly what I'm saying. Oh my god. This is a safety god. inspection. We drop what we're doing for a safety inspection. 
forklift is fine. Go over the employer. And he points off to the off to the distance and says, "Go over there to be met, to be checked with safety inspection." Dude, dude. Okay, so, all right. Since you're the head guy, like I know I need to go for the safety inspection, but like they start at one guy and end at the other. Like they were the the person. It was one of the bigwigs from upstairs, dude. Like, and I'm going to perfectly describe the lady from the elevator. I'm gonna say like. She told me to do that. Like, I think it's for Mr. Uh, Jesus himself or something. I'm just supposed to get that to the elevator. Like, what Why do I do? Claire from H- Why is Claire from HR telling you where to put boxes? I don't know, man. I'm just the forklift guy. Well, I'm telling you, go over to the safety inspection area. Okay, okay, but if they, I, I, safety inspection supersedes any direct orders. They, they said everybody. That means everybody. That also came from Mister Jezos. Oh my god! Like nobody talks to each other here. Like, how do you even get your job done? I'm, I'm gonna start walking back as I'm talking to the guy. I'm just gonna loudly say like, "Oh my god, does like nobody talk here?" Like. Go move the thing. There's an inspection right now. It's just like, there's only one of me. Like, I'm sure you feel this way. So, Eddie, you watch as four security guards emerge from the not freight elevator. And they are pale, unlike the guards you dealt with. And that's for the safety inspection? Uh, they're, just, they're security guards. They're not an inspector. They look like they're here, though. They look like they're looking for something. There's someone else doing the safety inspection elsewhere. All right, all right. These security guards look like they are checking for something. They start looking down all the different aisles for things. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put my hand around uh, the guy's shoulder. All right, all right, let's just go get this over with. I'm gonna be kind of talking and like, I'm going to strategically have him in between me and those guards while we go to the safety inspection. All right, so you go off to the safety inspection thing. The guy stops hassling you, and he get he joins you in line to be safety inspected. While that's going on. The rest of the Van Helmen's family, you can hear this commotion between Eddie and this floor supervisor. You are unaware that there are now four guards wandering around looking at all these things, because you can't tell the difference between their footsteps and everyone else's footsteps. You eventually hear some knocking on the crate outside of the forklift. Did we all get into different crates, or are we all crammed into one? I imagine this forklift is carrying one human-sized crate. Like, I don't think Eddie had the upper body strength to load three crates onto this forklift after you all got in there. Because doing, like, one crate on a forklift, like, okay, the forklift picks it up. Eddie did not actually put three of you on three separate boxes on this forklift. Okay. So, what do you all do? Uh, hmm. So, somebody's knocking on our crate? Yep, they're trying to find a way to open the crate. Okay, I'm going to... I guess preparing an action isn't a thing in this game, but I'm just going to be ready to crack some skulls <laughs> when they get that crate open. All right, David, do you have anything you do before they open the crate? Uh, David is... Well, he was going to prepare something, but since Dom's getting ready to fight, uh, David's not going to get in his way. So he's just kind of... He's shimmied around to where he's the least in the way possible. All right, and Gigi. Gigi's got her feet up, ready to kick. She's on her back. She's got the stake in one hand, the knife in the other, both pointed outwards. She's not going to open it. (laughs) 
Alright, you feel a rumbling as the crate gets lowered down to the ground, and you see the crack of a crowbar as they pry the crate open. And you see two vampires. Sweet. I'm going to grab them both by the head and smash their heads together. Alright, roll to kick some ass. That is a nine. Alright, so on a nine, you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. So you're gonna go ahead and what is your what is your harm that you like normally do with your like werewolf hand weapon paw things? Uh two harm. Alright, so you do two harm to each of them. And while they're struggling, they do one harm to do. They like reach out and like try like slashing at you to try and stop you. But you knock them unconscious. There's two vampires, you crack their skulls together, they're at least stunned for now. Alright, let's go, let's go, let's go, move, move, move. So you pop out of the crate. There are two other vampires near the crate, but you have enough distance you all can run if you prefer. We got what we needed, right? Yeah, there's nothing we really want here, so we can scram. I mean, we probably want to get Eddie out. I got a cell phone, y'all can just text me. Yeah, we we don't see him anywhere, yeah, so let's just scram. Alright, so the three of you make a break for the elevator? Yep. All right, you break in the elevator. What button do you push? P. All right, you guys start making your way to the penthouse. Eddie. Mm-hmm. You get in line for the safety inspection. And you see that the safety inspector is Claire from HR. She's going very briskly from employee to employee with the clipboard, just checking a box really quick, giving everyone once over, looking them in the eyes. Mm-hmm. She gets to you. She's about five people away from you. Do you do anything? Yeah, I'm just going to go over to the guy next to me like, Oh my god, okay, so I'm gonna get right back in the back of the line, but dude, I have gotta go to the bathroom. I have not had, like, a bathroom break all day. Told my place. And I'm gonna run. Or I'm gonna, you know, do the that walk of the need to go to the bathroom. Alright, roll to act under pressure. That's a nine. Alright, so you are gonna get a worse outcome here. Uh, you do make a break for it, and you get out into the main warehouse area, but she clocks you immediately and says, Stop that person! And the two guards that aren't stunned, they they uh, run towards you from the warehouse floor, and they are cutting you off. Where's the forklift? Uh, so the vampires are between you and the forklift. Are there other forklifts? Cherry picker, maybe? Not in a, there's not a cherry picker in a warehouse. Is there? There is absolutely not. Ah. Uh, so... You can't just, like... So there are other forklifts, but you're not going to be able to run up to them and hotwire them in the time it takes these two to run you down. Okay. So, I would like to use my imp stone to resummon Dot to me. Alright, Dot pops into existence between you and the vampires. What do you want? I got your map. And he holds up a tablet with a map. Excellent. I grab the tablet. Alright. Jump on that one's face. Make sure he can't see anything. And I am just gonna start running. <laughs> Alright, Dot jumps up in, like a cat and just starts like clawing at the face of one of the vampires and gets smacked away. You only have one vampire to deal with now. Uh, they are bearing down right on top of you. I would like to dodge and weave and get to the elevator. Alright, roll to act under pressure. It was a four and a one plus one for that. Alright, so, so that's a six. You can use some luck or you can accept that that's a total failure. I think we need some luck because that's just a lot of vampires and I don't want to be a vampire. Alright, so what does that leave you with luck-wise? Out of, I think you have seven luck total? Okay, so I have three 
times that I have used luck. I now have four times before all hell breaks loose. All right, so you bob, you weave, you do a spin like you're running the football to the end zone, and you dodge this vampire. You get the elevator button, you push it. You realize, oh no, my family took the elevator. That's still going up. But fortunately, there is a second elevator that dings right next to it. Excellent. Let's take that one. All right, you get in the elevator. You watch as Claire from HR and these two guards run up as the door closes. What button does Eddie push? The roof. He... He's just like, he really, really wants to press all of them, but the point is to bother his siblings, so. He can hear Dom's voice in his head going, Don't you dare, <laughs> Edward. I think the bigger deterrent is the ah, uh, ah, uh, too, ah. Uh, true. <laughs> if I'm not annoying my siblings with it, what is the point? So, uh, I want to go to the roof. Thank you so much for listening to this Bard Rock Network production. Don't forget, you can support us by checking out Bard Rock Network sponsor, Dragon Master Games. Support a local game store, get yourself some TTRPG essentials, and help the network produce more excellent content. It really makes a difference. Our show and all the other shows on Bard Rock Network wouldn't be possible without the support of people like you on our Patreon and Ko-fi. That's why we like to thank supporters who pledge above a certain tier at the end of network productions. This month's top supporters are Sarah, Queen, Viralor, and Paul. Thank you all so much for supporting the network. If you want to get shoutouts and other rewards, pledge on our Patreon or Ko-fi today. Links in the show notes. Welcome to College of Whispers, the actual play book club. I'm Marty. I'm Vicky. College of Whispers is our new monthly show where we discuss TTRPG actual play podcasts and streams and present them to you in a spoiler light format to recommend you new shows. There's an ocean's worth of options out there and we want to present all sorts to our listeners. We cover everything from big productions like Dimension 20 to the small up-and-coming shows you may not know of. We also offer insight into the world of actual play and try to find out what works and what doesn't. With a myriad of shows, special guest appearances, and extra entertaining segments, we hope you'll consider our show for your actual play recommendations. Find College of Whispers wherever you get your podcasts. May your backlog grow ever shorter. Are we sure about that tagline? I don't know.